disrespect you respectfully. My man out here on his Clark Kent right now, yo. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, what, what, what would Jay say back in the day? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, got the guy, guy stepped into the booth, loosened up the tie, right. opened up the door, Superman's alive, something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all niggas starting already, yo. Hey, you know, uh, we got to no break, break out bar after bar. Speaking of which, speaking of which, have y'all heard the new... Uh, the little um kind the little uh, Jay Z verse. Got the internet going kind of bonkers out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it, it, the internet's going crazy right now over the um <laughs> over that verse, yo. Got the internet going eight shit right now. What's going on, man? He That's only, he only, he only fifty years old still rapping. Like, what's going on? What's yo, he really on? is he fifty? He's fifty now? He's fifty nice. plus, bro. <laughs> you said what now? He's like 50 plus. He's 50 plus. Yeah, yeah yo. That's, that's kind of crazy. That is crazy, yo. Uh, Whoever would have thought. He's, uh, he, he, to me, he is extending the off form from just a youth thing to like, he, like, how like, the, the Beatles can still tour and sell out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or the sell out. That's true. Hey man, it is, but he's he's still he's still in his fifties, and he's still very relevant in this record. And that's that's a credit to a lot of different things. But it's it's still kind of dope, and I appreciate that shit. Now, now as far as uh, Rose on that track, I mean, I feel like it was typical Rose, you know, but uh. I wasn't really, I wasn't really, you know, and there ain't no shade because everybody, if you know me well, you know I'm a big Rose fan. But um, I was like, eh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's okay. You saying it was mid? It was, yeah, 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 it was kind of mid. It was kind of mid. But I'm, I'm not saying because it was cool. It was cool. For the song, you know what I mean. But you got Wayne and Jigga on your joint. We talking like we talking like the legends. We talking about Jordan and LeBron. You know what I mean. You got you got to get up there. You got you know you got to bring some quotables out here. I think, I think my man getting too comfortable. You know what I'm saying. Mm. He's too comfortable. He over here worried about Bartlett pear trees and. And, 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 and horseshoes for his, his horses and shit. Like, when you get that rich, yo, <laughs> you get that rich when your main concern is the, the shoes that your horses wear. <laughs> That's but a like, different level, you know what I mean? But like, I can't, we, we can't even relate to that no more. You, you out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still, I'm still trying to get some more J's, man. I'm still trying to get some Jordans and shit. I'm making. A matter of fact, I gotta take my dogs to the vet because my well, one of my dogs actually uh, tore oh. ACL. Like, tore, not like an MCL. Like, I gotta get surgery on my dog. <laughs> yeah, she got a. Uh, she tore. She tore an MCL in her knee, and 
uh, she can't run unless she wants to. And it's twelve hundred dollars. It's a twelve hundred dollar surgery. I gotta get over my dog. <laughs> right. Not a human. Not a human. Not a human. No, my dog. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but are they? Right now, I had to do rag tie extra tight when I walked into. Just want to let y'all know. Got the you know what I mean. Man, I'm trying to get back. I said, you know what, yo? I'm in my 40s now. You know what I mean? Because I've been trying to get, like, crispy wings my whole life, right? Like, I see, I see dudes with the 360s, and I'll immediately hate that. Yo, I had to. You know what I mean? Back in the like, day. Like, those, those. You remember, you remember uh, Darren Williams used to play for the Utah Jazz, yo? And then he came to Brooklyn. You remember him? Light skin. Yeah. Cat? Remember him? Yo, I I hated that nigga for everything. You understand? He had the crispiest waves, okay? And I was like, man, what can I do to get waves like that? Yo, I even contemplated putting <laughs> escrow testing. Yo, you just gotta keep brushing, yo. Brush. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it, Marvin, don't let's not breeze past that. Say that again. What, what you say again? <laughs> yeah. I said I even contemplated putting escrow texturizer in my shit. One, okay. Because my younger brother, my younger brother, you know, my younger brother, for those who know James, and you know who James is, uh, Tommy, he right. used to put escrow text around. He definitely did. I wasn't around for that. I, was, I wasn't yeah, around for that, but I heard about it. Yeah, he had the, he had the, uh, he had the escrow with hella parts and designs inside of the thing. Now, keep in mind, this is the early, early 2000s, so... This was actually socially acceptable at the time, okay? So if you're all out there that want to judge my brother, you know, don't. Uh, excuse, excuse me, say what? You said, uh, what? You said it was it was it was what? Take it. Uh, uh, oh my, my bad. I, I you said it was socially acceptable. Huh? It was socially acceptable at that time, sir. Yeah. The S S curl? S curl texturizer. You know how many brothers was walking around here, brown skinned brothers walking around here looking like Rick Fox. Okay. All right, I don't even like your face. I don't like what you're doing. Okay, right. uh, Gary, listen, listen, both man. Of you, uh, both of you, both of you, both of you are giving listen, me Listen, man, I, listen, all right, well, so, so this is the thing, Marvin. So look, Gary is technically, no, no, I'm, I'm not even being respectfully. Gary is technically from Prince George's County. I don't know what was going on over there. At the time, all right. I spent five no. years of my life in Prince George's County. No, no, no. Always been there. But before you came five to collect, you spent your most formative years in PG. So maybe at the time, well, no, Actually, I mean, but between that and Jersey, years, my most formative years were Columbia. Man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, at I mean, the I'm time. What I'm saying is, at the time when James was was you know, the s s curling it up, yes. you had just arrived to Columbia. So I'm just saying that pot is a possibility that maybe PG was maybe that was normal out there. No, no, I won't say that. What I would say is that he came from the Midwest. He's from Chicago. Okay. Oh, see, oh, it's normal in the Midwest, right? You got to say that. You got to make that clear because. It was not normal out here. This was that was not. <laughs> no, he called, he called not, hella bars. There's no question. Okay. He called hella bars from okay. me. Right. From me. Okay. Okay. But that's right. just I'm about me. to say. You know what I mean? Because 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 you making I could have been clearly hated. 
<laughs> I could have been hating at the time. I didn't know that I was defending the honor of Maryland. I didn't know that. I just knew he came right. out here. Yeah. yeah. Texturizer, you know what I mean? He had the 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 the, the Rick Fox shout like, you know, Shamar Moore, you know, hair, you know, the high top fade. Yeah, yeah, curls. he definitely he had that go he had that he going definitely on. had that. He definitely with, had that. With the parts, though. Like, his shit, he had the parts, though. That's where he lost me, though. It was the parts, Oh, though. was it? Hold on, hold on. So you telling me it was like, uh, it was like the MC Hammer, too legit to quit with, Bruh, the, with the S curl and the parts Bruh, on the side? Mar- uh, Yo, marked up like the subways in Brooklyn. You hear me? Like, the shit looked crazy. Like, shit looked like mad graffiti on the side of his head. That's crazy. But, uh, but I mean, but back, you know what? Back back then, you saw MC Hammer doing it. I mean, nobody was really doing it in our area. You little brother doing that? He said uh, thousands. Not two thousands. I lied. I was alive. I was in ninth grade in ninety six. So he came out here in ninety six. So it was the mid nineties. You know what I mean? Mid nineties. Okay. Okay. I, and it, let's be clear. Biggie, you know, DMX and Jay Z time. I don't, I, I, I don't I mean, know, yo. If you look, if you look at if you look at early Jay Z, Hawaiian Sophie thing, you 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 he had a hot top. Hey yo, hey yo, Mar- Marvin trying to Marvin trying to look out for you. He said, he said, I don't know, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he said, instead of him saying, I mean, yeah, hell no, he was like, I don't know, yo. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm saying, man. Like, yo, I can only speak to what I've seen around, bro. And I mean, it ain't like I ain't. Nah, I feel you. you know what I mean? I but, feel uh, you. But yeah, he's going to. My brother's going to see this. And he is going man. to fucking die. <laughs> he's going yo, to I, die. I wish, I, I wish you had a pick, yo. That would be that would be legendary. Oh yo, my god! Like, I don't like the pick, yo. Was it like? Was it like Jamie? Fo- Hold, on, let me show you the old pick of Jamie Foxx with the. Uh... No, I got something worse. Give me, give, give me something, yo. Oh, not with the, not the shag, though. Not the Jamie with the shag, Okay, yo. all right, so it's no shag. It was just, okay. No shag, all right. yo. All right, bet. No all right, bet. Yo, it was a all right, bet. He had a <laughs> okay, yo, okay. You tried to play, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Because yo. Yo, yo, uh, when I think S-curl, that's what I think. I, I've never seen it any other way. Yo, the reason why I'm not judging is because I got something worse. He just looked like he had a a, a genuine uh, head of hair, no. like the, the head of baby hairs. He had a whole head of baby no. hairs. Okay, all right, all right, bet, all right, bet. Okay, yo, that's hilarious. Yes, he had a whole head of baby hairs. Yo. Okay, yo, my mother uh, put an astro on my head, but it was but my hair was already oh. good. So oh. I, my hair was already like why she do that, yo? So it. It was worse than the Esther because my shit was the Pat Riley. Oh flipping. no, you had the slip back? Slick back. You was a cat you Yo. was a pit name slip back though? Yo, oh, he was man. he was looking like hold on, I'm gonna show you exactly what Marvin was looking Imagine like. Oh, what well, my shit this slick back. Yo, my man said you had the Pat Riley. <laughs> I had Pat Riley, you know I sh- uh, I'm gonna show you exactly. Hold on by this is the first That's time somebody that. Oh, this, this was Marvin. <laughs> yeah, why did, did did she apologize? Did she apologize? <laughs> she apologize. <laughs> Please tell me, Mom Dukes apologize. Okay. She did not. Oh, she she had, yo, 
His wife. She had, you said she did it twice. Yeah. Hey. Oh, she had you looking like this. She had you looking like this, yo. Oh. That was you, yo. That's how I look, yo. Dang. Hey man, damn, shorty. Hey, hey, hold on, hold. And then when it dried up, when it dried up, it looked like that. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> where's the mother on that that show? Yo, that show was really show good. was amazing. Show was really good. And Adrian Brody was the perfect casting for Pat Riley too. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was. He was. And the thing is about that show, man. Like, uh, they really did a good job of. A lot of a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we never would have known about, like Pat Riley being like kind of like a. I'm trying to, you know, use the right word, but they pretty much treated him like he was like a little peon. Yeah, they really treated him like shit. For yeah, because we we always know Pat Riley to be like the man, that guy, right? Like he's that dude, and to see to see him occupy that little. Uh, get out of here. Give me some coffee. Shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants you here anyway. That type of thing to, to see him like occupy that space for so long. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, you can really you can really level up from anywhere, bro. You see like, right now, right? Because, he, he, you know, what I'm saying? Like, he had to go through something. Like, oh, OK, well, I'm gonna, right. Right. Pull up. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. He's like a no nonsense. Don't nobody mm-hmm. fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's fire, man. I tell But yeah, that no, that yeah, show was good, man. And then and then showing um like the little beefs that Magic had with uh Julius Urban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a slight it was a, like a slight little beef. Yeah. It was a yeah. competitive thing. It was a competitive beef. It was a competitive but, but but you see how Magic was was the guy who he was like the real happy black mm-hmm. that all the white people like. Mm-hmm. And Julius Irvin, even though he had a white wife, <laughs> he was like the serious black guy. Oh, you talking about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But Kareem was that serious black guy who was into, you know, like Yo, if that's Islam. Not if that's not an oxymoron, I don't know what the fuck is What you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just kind yeah. of. I mean, you listen, but you know what? That happened. That happened. That happens a lot, yo. Yeah, it, but usually it's not a white a chick. Usually, usually it's an Asian chick that they marry. The the, the conscious yeah. black dudes. It's usually an Asian yeah, chick. True, true story. But uh, but yeah, but no, but just wow. but just that contrast between Magic mm. and um and Kareem mm. and how they bumped heads because of that, and they mm. actually talked about it in the in the show when he when he went and visited uh. You know, Magic's hometown, and so his father, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they, him and his him and his pops chapped it up, and his pops yeah, was just yeah. like, "Yeah, man, my son's always been that way, man. Like he's he's always real happy. You know, you know that the, them people they love him for that. You know, and and you see how that that uh, evolved into Magic being super successful yeah. in the business world. Yeah, because he, he's he's getting deals that. 
And, and now, now I won't take anything away from him. He was always very business savvy. Like Magic, he talked, saw a story one time where he was trying to get the, the his teammates to pull their, their money together and start a radio station so that they can own some media. And everybody was like, hey, I guess. I'm not trying to do that. So he's always been business savvy and, and just uh, interested in business. But to see how he gets the deals that he gets and he's able to retain so much ownership, um, yeah. You know, yeah, so like, yeah, but it was it was just a good show all the, all the way around. But, um, yeah, I like that show a lot. Yeah, I wish we had talked about it when I first, when I was watching it. Because there was a lot of mm -hmm. stuff I wanted to talk about on the pod, but I, I um, some of it I forgot now, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, man. But since we're on the subject of basketball, since you, you did talk, I did get a chance to watch that in one special, too, on Untold. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, I, I checked it out, bro. You ain't watch it? I started, but then I got mad because mm. I'm like, really? Bullshit ass. <laughs> yeah. I hate telling you. Yeah, yeah. Marvin was like, man, this is some bullshit. It's like, it was, it's, it's almost like they went from, yo, that's idea to like NBA sponsorship. I'm like, God damn. I, I mean, was, it kind of happened, it kind of happened like overnight. Like yeah, but so so yeah, go ahead. Like once that tick took off, I remember that shit vividly because I remember that you had to buy like either a pair of shoes or you had to buy like a pair of shorts. I bought some shorts, and that's how I got the tick. I went to uh, Foot Locker or something like that, or Foot Action, one of the two, and um, and they gave me the tape. and I didn't know nothing about it. Like I didn't even know what this tape had. I don't know what that was. You know what I'm saying? But as soon as you as soon as you put that sound gun in there, right? As soon as you did, and then you get to see Skip, and then you hear the music, you hear like Black Star. They had songs from Black Star on there. They had songs from like so many fire people on there. Like, you know what I mean? No. The lock is all over that. You know what I mean? And you get the music, and you get like the essence, like, because they had the Rucker, they all in these crazy dope gems and shit. And it was just amazing. And then it just took over so that everybody wanted to buy shit just to be a part of that movement. You know what I'm saying? See, I was looking at, yeah. okay, they was pressing up t-shirts in their trunk with like slogans mm -hmm. on So I'm like, how can other people do the same thing, but it don't get to that level where it's like, yo, I've been doing t-shirts for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Right. But you know what? You, you make a good point because one, and me and Gary talked about this after I saw it, one, I didn't know that the clothing line, the br I didn't know the brand came first. Mm -hmm. And then the N1 mixtapes came next, you know, and then and then it blew up. I thought it was a grassroots thing of, oh, it's these guys that are hooping in New York. You know, mm -hmm. they, they just, they getting busy. And it's like, we don't see this in the, we don't get to see this in the league. And then they, 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 parlayed it into a brand once they found out it was catching on. That's what I thought happened. And Gary was like, nah. You know what I mean? So I didn't even know that. The second point is what, what, what Marvin said, I didn't realize until you just said it just now, Marvin. In the doc, they really did just breeze through the, how did you go from making t-shirts to blowing the hell up and now you got uh, league deals, right? No, well, they didn't, well, they didn't they, talk about that. They they kind of did like okay once the tape once that tape took off right and then they decided to no nah, 
it was just wild to me how they went from uh, an idea at a pizza shop or whatever to make the t-shirt mm-hmm. all like the next second. Oh, we got to deal with stuff on Marvel. I'm like, whoa, whoa, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> nah, <laughs> There was so much that happened in between that, though. It was so much. Like, once they once they pressed up the, the actual, because once they figured out it was a good idea to go to these parts, and, and they got to they got together with somebody that introduced them to the guys at the Rucker. Once they figured out what happened at the Rucker, and they started recording, and they said, hey, like, we're going to do this. And they got with a DJ that said, yo, you got all this footage. We need to make a mixtape out of that. You know what I'm saying? Once they made that mixtape, and it kind of, like, it, let's be realistic here. I think all of us have seen that mixtape at least a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, that that mixtape is hey, still look. flowing on internet right now to this day. Yeah, that mixtape so, used to get me so charged up. Word, forget bro. about it. Super charged yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that one-on-one when you actually pull one of the N1 moves on me. We've yo. never played one-on-one ever <laughs> again since then. Yo, okay. Gary... I will never forget that yeah. movie. Gary, Gary was so fed up with me when I <laughs> we ain't gonna get into it. Like he he literally he stopped the game because I turned them all the way around. I turned them all. The, it was yeah. one of those situations where I turned them around and then he was waiting for the ball. He was waiting for the ball. All right, all right never, never mind. Never mind. Forget about it. Forget about it. You're so disrespectful. Listen, just, just, to, just to be clear, just to be clear, like, I'm not saying I'm the nicest nigga for real, but I got I got a little bit of hands and I got my hands back now. So I've done something similar to a couple of these young boys out here, like, currently. So just, just just be clear, you know, look, it happens. Fair, fair enough, bro. Fair enough. I am not happy. I am. I am proud of you, sir. I am proud of you. Okay. All right. I am proud of you for being washed up and still popping shit. With that being said, though, like, um, <laughs> you stupid as shit. But, uh, yeah, because you, you were talking once that, about once that, once that, once that tape blew up, right? Once that, it, and it, it put so many eyes on the actual company within itself. Right. And then they said, like, we just can't be making shirts. You know what I mean? And that one guy he was talking about, he's like, yo, I've always wanted to make shoes. And, and I wanted to design, and the, the stuff that they came up with before was kind of trash. And he was all like, "Nah, I got ideas. Like, I really believe that I got, you know, these ideas." With them. And then they, you know, once they pressed up the, the ideas and they started making the shoes, and they came up with a decent shoe. They came up with a real decent shoe. Because really, what brought, you know, that got the attention of Stephon Marbury was that tape. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knew. Uh, about that. Got so you, got you, got you. Really blew them up. What really blew them up. Was Vince Carter wearing them shoes in the right. 2001? I saw that part. Okay, got gotcha. you. That was gotcha. the most insane shit but, in the but, world. But but even but even then, go ahead, go ahead, go more. What I'm saying, in the beginning of the doc, Stephen Marbury twisted his ankle in a pair of those. Uh, yeah, that happens, and, man. And like, but no, no, no. But look, in the, remember in the doc, the the agent, they were mm. they were actually there. At the the stadium at the arena, the agent walked past him and he said he looked at us with 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 like eyes like like a dagger was in his eyes mm. because he was like yo if it wasn't for your shoes my player wouldn't be injured right now right so how the hell did they get to the point where one Stefan Marlborough is rocking their shoes 
Two, they're actually in in the arena to to what? know. Go ahead. Court side seats. Right. So I'm like, at that point, they were already. You know what I mean? Like, it reminds me of like, all right, this is this is a, like a, a tangent, but it reminds me of like one one time. You know, how we used to be big common common sense fans, right? Yes, we were. Like, like one day it would all make sense, and then like what if a yeah. chocolate hit, and it was like, like what oh, oh, that's this is like the one. One of my homeboys told me one time. Matter of fact, it was it was Chinadu, Patrick. I mean, uh, oh, it was okay, Chinadu, okay. Marvin. Marvin okay. Chinadu was like. He was like, he was like, yo, you know, Common has been a millionaire for a long time now. Common been a millionaire since after one day it all makes sense, and it, and especially once like what if a chocolate hit. So him being this conscious rapper, and you thinking, <laughs> oh, he's finally getting on when he gets with Kanye. He's been rich, so that's what I'm saying. Like with these M1 guys, it's like people didn't necessarily know about him, but. How are the how are these NBA players rocking their shoes, and they're not even on yet? So that's what me and Marvin are saying. It's like, what what was that trend, you know? And and that tends to happen with non niggas, non black people. <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, yeah, we just had this small mom and pop, and the next thing you know, we're in every Whole Foods across the country. Uh, you know, it's just it's just blessings. You know, we just we had faith. We got it from the mud. We got right, it from, we got it from the, the mud. mud. We had the faith, and you know, we just stuck to it. And we had that. You know, we were industrious. Yeah. It's like, all right, man, come on, man, look, give up, give up the game, you know, stop. That's <laughs> you feel it, me? That shit is so, fucking bonkers, bro. Yeah, but anyway, but um, but I do want to get into um, because the doc basically what it was, and this is the M1 mixtape. I don't know if we probably introduced it, but. M1 mixtape doc. What was the name of it? Um, uh, the Rise it and Fall. The Rise and Fall of M1 is untold. It's a series. That right. Okay. So the doc starts out. I, I was not aware of this. I don't know if y'all were aware of this, that N1 uh, was founded and owned by three white dudes. Weren't they from like the Midwest or something like that? Yeah, that threw me. Dog. Like middle of nowhere type place. Yeah, that threw me. Wharton, something, right? Say it again. One that was going to Wharton. Right, and one of them, one of them was going to Wharton Business School. Mm -hmm. Um, and what were the other two guys? I think they all used to hoop together. They all went like to the that. same school, and one of them was used to play ball. Right. You know what I mean? Right. One right. of them played ball, but he wasn't nice. Oh, he wasn't nice. He was just a regular, degular dude. Yeah, yeah. So I was not aware that, that M1 was started by these guys. Um, and then just to see the whole transition from them starting this clothing brand to it becoming something where, this, where these goofy shoes actually get worn by NBA players, right? And then the transition from that into you got the whole M1 mixtape thing. Yeah. And then it and then it goes into like the kind of like the, the the thesis of the story where you, they got all of this black talent from around the way in New York, and then those those guys in New York went around and toured to grab other guys from other places to get the talent, and then the the, the another layer of the story is once they get the professor, right? Mm -hmm. He ends up being the flagship player. 
Why? Be because he's the he's the one white kid out the group, and he's more marketable. He's getting more airtime in the media, um, and he he they didn't they didn't actually specifically I state. That season. I remember that season. I, I remember uh, watching. I remember that, and yeah. he was the best player of the guys that were bringing on. He was he in that in that old, season. In that season. In that season, without a question. There was, okay, there was two other guys. There was two other guys. Was Hot Sauce still in there? Was Hot Sauce and yeah, Skipper Malou still he in there? The biggest, yo, he was a superstar at the time. The nigga was walking around talking about he had two houses. You're talking you know about the I'm professor. Like, I'm talking about Hot Sauce. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so, so I remember that season very well. They had him, they had the Professor, they had this dude named Spider, and they had this dude named Helicopter. Those are the three finals, right? Okay. They, uh, the professor won, but they still kept those other twos on two dudes on the tour. They ended up bringing them on anyway. But professor was the one that like actually won. He won it all, but he won it all because I let's be realistic. I'm gonna be realistic. Here. I'm gonna be realistic. Mm -hmm. He earned his spot, bro. Like, he oh was, yeah, I'm not saying yeah, I'm not going on there yeah. to check him out and see what the type of moves he was putting together and all that crazy shit. Like, I, I respect I. I respect that shit. Like, I, I totally respect Yeah, so, and, and I don't want to get it twisted. Look, we, we all fans of the professor. I love that. I follow yeah. him right now. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm not saying that he didn't earn his spot. He definitely earned his spot. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying, it's just like anything else in society where, it's, like, everybody can earn this. For one thing, too, he was yeah. the first one that they got on the tour, too. So he was there for the longest. He was there for the first Right, yeah, you're right, you're right, right, right. Yeah, so... Um, but what I'm what I'm saying is he earned the spot, but mm -hmm. let's be clear, when they got a white boy that was nice, had hands, mm -hmm. and was just as good as everybody else, yeah. you're always gonna give him more airtime. He's gonna have more mass appeal, you know what I mean? So and I it's mean, not even it's and not, it's not even phony. Anymore. What'd you yeah, say? It's not phony. It's not common, yeah. I guess. He's a little white boy from Oregon, you know. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> and, and you, you gotta understand these them. are these are three white guys who founded a company where the the vast majority of their and they said it in the doc, vast majority of their um, fan base was urban. It was the urban yeah. black crowd, right? So how do you how do you scale that and and build some mass appeal? Mm. That's true. Though. So once That's once you true. get once you get that that unicorn, which is the professor, mm -hmm. the rest is history. So I'm not saying I'm not saying that he didn't deserve the airtime. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that he didn't deserve all the stuff. They, but what I'm saying is strategically from a business standpoint, mm -hmm. it was a no brainer. And then you got people like like Hot Sauce, Skip to My Lou, who they're popular among us, right? Mm -hmm. But they're not really getting the same amount of airtime. They just not. I don't Even know. They, I don't know. Just... Hot, sauce, hot sauce was in a movie because he was in a movie called Crossover. With starring oh, Anthony Mackie. It's called it's called Crossover. Starring Anthony Mackie, bro. Hot sauce was in a movie, bro. For real? <laughs> real talk. He was in a movie, Slim. A whole movie. He really had lines. He was in the whole joint. He was he was the main antagonist of the movie, bro. Anthony Mackie was uh, was the protagonist of the movie. We're talking about the new Captain America. He was in a movie with the new Captain America. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't even bro. know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, like I was saying about the uh, N one, yo, they really did kind of get it out the mud. They was when they first started in nineteen ninety three. Uh, they were selling shirts that were like, like little regular ass trash tubs. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then they were literally selling out the back, like out the trunk of the car on some mass right? Oh. You know what I mean? They went to, they went to, they all were graduates, uh, graduate uh, students at Pittsburgh. So they were okay. in Pittsburgh, and they were just pushing, they were just pushing these drinks out the out the back of their car. You know what I mean? Because okay. they didn't like what they were doing, like. They were all trying to do like certain levels of um like in the STEM in the STEM industry. You know, they were trying to okay. build like, you know, technical type shit. And they just wasn't right. feeling it. Right, right. And that's when the guy was like, it, that's when I went to yeah. But you know, the, the one guy said that he went to Wharton and then he went to a, he got a finance uh job or internship or something like that in finance. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's I what I'm saying. This. There was a finance shit. Okay, yeah, gotcha, they were gotcha. finance. That's what it was. Right, right. It was like a finance thing, and they was not fucking with it. And they was just like, yo, I want to do something. I want to re- make real money doing shit that I love to do. You know? Right. One dude, he was really in love with basketball. The one guy, he really enjoyed basketball, too. So they went to that realm. You know, yeah. one dude, he was actually, actually playing streetball. And they would say certain things. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it makes it makes sense. Now. Okay. But, but, but how did they transition from that? To now the NBA I think it knows was, about Honestly, it. I think it was the blow up of that mixtape. And then they Oh, so the mixtape did the mixtape did come first. No, no, no. The mixtape not, not before the clothing. But. Not before the clothing, but it blew them up. Got it you. got them in the it got them in the it got them in the mix. It got them in the eyes of the ESPNs of the world because ESPN gave them a real shot. That's where that reality show came into. You know what I'm saying? And once they made the reality show, then that's when they started getting into the conversations with the NBA guys. I mean, once you get... ESPN is the biggest sports media, you know, know, thing in the world, like, period. Yeah, so once you get in there... Yeah, it's literally eight channels of ESPN. Like, you go down on your... Anything on your table, you're going to see ESPN 1, 2, ESPN U... Right. You know I mean? right. The whole book is Latino. They got it in everything. Yeah. So, so once they got once they got once, into there, it was a once they got in there, and then this is this is kind of before social media, kind of like this is before then. So we got all our real media from you know cable and the right. ESPNs and stuff. So when you have a million percent of the eyes, when you got a hundred percent of the eyes that love sports, love basketball, these type of things, and they go to ESPN for these things. And you got a reality show based upon a mixtape that everybody loves. Right. And you take these same stars and you put them on that junk, you're going to blow up. Yeah. And then one of them, and then one of them, the actual, st- the person, that, the flagship person that you started it off with, skipped mm-hmm. to my loop, made it to the fucking NBA. So, yeah. of course, he's going to be wearing, he's going to be wearing M1 shoes. Right. Of course he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, um, Okay. Let's go past that into the the, the sale of the company, the liquidation okay. of the company. And I wouldn't even call it liquidation because they didn't liquidate the players. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like basically, they couldn't. They, they, yeah, because the, the players weren't employees. You know what I mean? Um, that's see, see. Did you hear? All right, see that you said that. Yeah, said yeah. That. I, I heard when he said that. That's the reason I said it. Yeah, that's the reason I said it. Yeah. The, so once, it, once he said that, I like okay. All right. 
You know what I mean? I kind of get where they're going with this. No, I don't. And you know, you know why I don't? <laughs> I, so, you know, I don't cut these people no slack, man. So look. I see you don't. When it comes to, <laughs> so this is the thing, because I've been a part of a company that liquidated, um, and they told us last minute everybody got laid off. Uh, and never say that like every company. I'm not saying everything that, that yeah. I'm not saying every time that happens, it's a, it's a bad situation or it's a bad deal. You did something wrong. I'm not saying that. In that particular situation, so at the end, I just want to be clear and specify what we're talking about. At the end, one of the owners said, um, you know, it wasn't until afterwards, years later, where I realized, you know, if we had just made them employees instead of contractors, meaning the, the, the N1 mixtape guys, if we had made them yeah, employees instead of contractors, we would have been able to pull them in. Right, we would they would have got entry, they would have got stock options and been able to get paid out. The reason why I'm saying that that isn't um, it's BS is because look, this and, and the guy that said it, he's the guy that went to Warden, right? Yes, yes. These these people, whenever it comes to them getting bread, oh, they're the most business savvy people ever. They they know all the ins and outs. They have the mm. uh, the accountant over here that's making sure that they find all the loopholes and they know how to do these, negotiate these deals and make sure everybody gets paid mm. out and gets a shitload of cash. But as soon as it comes to paying mm. out the Negroes or the talent in mm. most cases, then all of a sudden yes. they become, ah, I didn't even think about that. Oh my God. You know how bad it employees? Yeah, years yeah, after yeah. the fact, mind you, mind you, this is also the same guy that because it was three of them. This same guy mm. at, at, at the end of the dock, uh, who was it? I forgot which one it was, but one of the guys was like, You know, I talking about the Shane the Dribbling Machine, Shane the Dribbling Machine, yeah. Shane. So he was like, I came to him and I asked him for six, say it again, yeah, right, 16,000, right. Yeah, I came to him and I asked him for 16 bands for my for my son because my son was either going to college and he had a good opportunity yeah. or something like that. It was a tuition no. thing, yeah. Right. And he said no. Yeah. Then when they asked him, um, the, the same guy, they said, did, do you remember that happening? And he said, uh, I don't remember that, right? But then he says, but if it did happen, then he probably, it, it is likely that he asked me that question directly without going through a third party. And if that did happen, then, and I did say no to him, I do regret and I'm, I'm in pain because I said that. So basically what he's saying is, no, yeah, I don't remember, that I don't remember happening, but let's say if it did happen hypothetically, yeah. So, you know, like, that's why I don't, I don't really cut these people slack because once, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to But my question is, this is my question to that. Only, and I'm not trying to, you know how, you know how I, you know. Yeah. So I got, you, I got, you, I got to see You're Mr. Nice Guy. I got you're see. Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, right. I want to balance this out. Yeah. I really want to, I want to ask, I want to ask, how did Shane spend his money that he earned while he was employed by? You know what I mean? Like to the point where oh, once, right, it all, right, right, once it all right. went, once it all got fucked up, because yeah. it eventually did. Because you know, Nike was coming for their head. Okay. They was right. not fucking around with these N one niggas. It was like, okay, you want to play this game? We go we want a piece of that pie now too. You know what I mean? Right. And once Nike came for that, that's what got the fuck out of here. Okay. Once y'all had to start, you know, once y'all once the money, you know, was gone, 
before that happened, when y'all were getting paid and they were in the rich culture and shit, <laughs> what were you spending your bread on that you couldn't afford sixteen bands to put your kid in the dope? Shit? That is true. That is true. And, and, and so, because like, I mean? like, where does where does personal agency, you know, what I'm saying, come into play here versus these these like this week, you know, we can't say the word, but. The four letter word that we definitely right. want to get in. Right. <laughs> right. Starts with a J. You know what I mean? Ooze. Oh, you anyway. said it starts with a J. Hold on. You, you threw me off with that one. And it, it, and it ends with the ooze. But it <laughs> oh, oh, right. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know what you, you don't know. You don't I know. have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know. I don't even uh, <laughs> No, I'm like this. Uh, <laughs> we read Parlez-vous français? I don't. Anyway, hey, I don't know what this guy's talking about. This guy's crazy. So, 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 with that being said, right? So, amongst with that being said, I still want to understand, like, okay, Shane, like, <laughs> what was you spending your bread on that you couldn't afford to spend your kids? Like, to the point where you right. felt like you needed to ask. Right. Homie for the for a loan. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, but, but I mean, like, I'm not sure. I'm. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say because I look at they show pictures of what he does now, and they give video that you know what I mean. What he does now, that's yeah, it's kind of corny. You came from a situation where you were playing in the garden, you know what I mean. To you now, you're doing like you're doing birthdays and shit. Like that's messed up. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's not cool. Right. But I mean, yeah, so- I don't know. Right. So, so, so yes, you are absolutely right. What was he spending his money on? But to me, that's two separate conversations. One conversation is about, uh, we paid you money. What did you do with the money? Another conversation is we generated millions upon millions. Oh yeah. We made you millions. (laughs) Right. We generated millions upon millions based on your talent. Um, which was a huge value add. We were selling merch after every one of your games. We did not share any of the information around how much merch we were selling. You were not involved in the payout of any of that merch. Um, you just got a you just got a contract. So, and then two, you know, I, look, I, yes, that was probably more money lump sum that he had ever seen in his life because you know he's poor. So <laughs> when you're poor, you don't really see that much money. So a little bit of money is going to seem yeah, like a lot of money. So, but but to say, and now yeah. granted, he might have fucked off that bread, but it's not like he had a bunch of bread. I think the biggest contract was 90K. Anybody who has made six figures in their life, and it, like if you get a, a salary job where you're making six figures, you still are living check to check, just not at the same level as the person who is on the lower economic strata. But if you got a mortgage, if you got a family, if you got a wife, if you got a kid, if you got anything, if you stop working, if somebody says to you randomly one day, hey, man, um, we're not going to be able to pay you anymore, ever. That 100K that you got that year, (laughs) it ain't lasting long. Especially if you're a guy who is not good with money and whatever. And so, so, and that's my thing, but, but that was the other part of the conversation I didn't want to get to, but you beat me to it, is that when are Negroes going to get to the point where you stop letting these people finesse you Mm -hmm. out your talent and your value add that you have and, 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 and them knowing, them knowing. You see what happens when they, when they do that though. 
you see what happens when you when they do that. They either they either villainize you or ostracize you. Right? Like this happens every single time. Every time. Every single time you're all like, okay, you want you want me to work with you or for you. Number one, and then on top of that, you want me to utilize my God-given talent. Okay, I give it that you got the you got the, the resources. Right. But this is still and my access. talent. Right. Yeah, you got the access. But this is still my talent. Yeah. This is what's going to bring the millions in. Like, yeah, you got you got access to the eyes, but this is what's going to hold their attention. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't do that. That's why you're coming to me. So why don't we split this down the middle? I get you. I get what you're saying. Right, and not even, and, and you don't even necessarily have to split it down the middle necessarily, right? Because I mean, yeah, that would be 50-50, right? No, um, I'm not saying that either. I'm not but, saying that either, right, but, right, okay, I'm, right. but I understand where you come. I, 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 I get, get where you're coming from. I get you. I'm just, I'm just, I'll just use that as just a way to call it. But right. it, it's, it's just, it's just the only thing I think about about this situation, right? Which is, you're right. It, it's either way you look at it, it's totally screwed up. You know what I'm saying? But these are brothers that were on their last, like, chance type of deal. They screwed up chances at the NBA, like main event. He screwed up the shot at the NBA because he wasn't. So how did he screw up? He had up? an attitude problem. He okay, had an attitude yeah. problem. Got ended up getting kicked off the team. Um, Shane, the dribbling machine, he was, he's not, he doesn't have the stop. He doesn't have the size to make it in the NBA. He was never right. making it. He's still a talented basketball player. He just didn't have the size. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then the other gentlemen, there was other guys that, you know, they all had a story behind it, why they didn't make it to the millions, you know what I'm saying? So this, they, but they gave them an opportunity to live through all of those dreams and aspirations that they They didn't through. give them anything. That's the thing. They we, did. We, we, we also, like, we they also have of, to. They would have they never made it that far. We also but have to. We, we also have never to. Been that far. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm just I'm not disagreeing with your rationale. I'm disagreeing with the conclusion. White you. people white people use that a lot when it comes to us. They have the access. They got the capital. They got the resources. Right. Mm -hmm. You will be busting your ass for them day in and day out, in whatever position they put you in. Right. These niggas were torn. These niggas were literally. They had a hundred percent of their lives. Until until further notice. Um, so to say that somebody gave you anything, nobody says that to white people. When they show up to do a job, they provide value and they do the job effectively. No one says, oh, we gave that to you. No, they say you earned it because you're a hard worker, you're smart, you're savvy, you're whatever. But when it comes to black people, it's just because and the only reason that they say it to us is because they know damn well that we suffer from collective low self-esteem and Society is always telling us that we ain't shit, even when we do something effectively. It is like, well, somebody gave you that opportunity, so you really didn't do nothing. You just showed up, right? And and uh, and that mindset. I, got, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And that mindset allows them to snow us anytime they want. <laughs> and then when it comes out that like that they that they snowed us, they just point the finger right. at us and say, "Well, I mean, you yeah, look, man." That we gave you all that, that stuff. Very, that's a very valid point, sir. And the last like, you really just changed my whole frame. Like, I will <laughs> never say that again. <laughs> I will never say that again. That right yeah. there click when you said that. I was like, Damn. We, and we really, everybody say that, though. 
It, it was the just like behind you got brighter and everything. <laughs> you had it all, like it was on it. Okay. Yeah, so look. Okay. So look, and then the other side of it, and this is the, the analogy is going to put a button in the conversation. Like the yeah. best analogy we can think of is a conversation about something that no one thinks is possible. Not because it's not possible, because it's been done for every, everybody else. It's just not possible for us, reparations, because they tell us, well, you didn't, you gave, we gave you this country. You didn't earn it. Somebody, somebody made you work and build up the country. Now you want reparations for some stuff that somebody else did? We, we didn't take anything from you. It's the same scenario. It's the same scenario of you're just a lazy you. Negro. You're just a lazy Negro who wants something for nothing. You want a handout. So, so, and and that's that that whole like psychology. It really is a trick bag, bro. Like they put us in that psychosis, yeah. and then nice. and then, and then yeah. they put the re- they put the rest of society in the same psychosis. So when they see mm. somebody do that to us specifically, everybody says things mm. like, "Well, I mean, what did you do with the money when you had it?" Reparations. Mm. They'll be like, "Well, what would you do with the money if we gave it to you, niggas? You just you just fuck it off on a binge or something." I'm. You don't yeah, even I'm know a ball. I'm I don't care. <laughs> I don't I'm care. I'm a ball. <laughs> even if I don't ball, I'm a ball. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> Come on. Look, look, look. look I, don't care if, I, I don't care if you give me the reparations check and I show up to the um to the club like Jim Jones in the balling era. No sparkles. <laughs> balling. I don't care what I do with the ball. You owe me the money. Yo, you are out your mind. Do you understand? I don't give a damn if I decided with all that money to buy 13 zebras and just have them just truck me down the goddamn street in a goddamn Volvo. I don't give no, a fuck. No, if, no. I want, if I want what is owed to my fucking family, bro. Like, I listen, listen. I don't care if I, I got the 14 zebras you just mentioned and then I start walking around calling myself the Princess of Munda. I don't care. <laughs> Cut me the damn check. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's exactly what I would do because I would legally change my name to the Princess Amunda. I don't give a fuck with Listen, because they, they don't say the that. First thing I would do with reparations. Though. Look, they don't say that to anybody. What are you gonna do with the money? I mean, why should I give it to you? What are you gonna do with it? They only say that to us, bro. So look, that's. I don't even realize that that conversation is gonna end there. But that was a great. Since D.W. Griffith's Birth of a Nation in 1915, the black male image has been under assault. There is one thing that does not exist, and it needs to exist. Black male media by black men for black men. 